Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. Today is day six in a row, and it is now about 2.30, almost 2.30 a.m. on Saturday morning, the 26th of October, so it counts for the 25th. Either way, it's day six in a row. My name is Vinny Apicella. I want to thank you for downloading or listening to the Daily Sports Wire episodes that have been coming out. Uh, the audience is growing. I remember we have moved to Anchor.fm, but it's a great uh, platform either way. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend Anchor.fm. It's the best one I've used so far, and I've used quite a few. <laughs> so I want to thank you all for listening again. Uh as always, we're here for our daily episode, and I've got two things to talk about today, so I'll get right into them. The first thing I want to talk about is the Wednesday Night War. In my opinion, this week, NXT won. And I'm not talking about the ratings, I'm not talking about the numbers of people watching or whatever, because, you know, until people get to the point of the honeymoon period for AEW being over... It's going to show in the ratings they're going to be a couple hundred thousand higher than NXT. Because NXT's been on the WWE Network for a while. They've recently expanded to two hours and gone in USA. So there's going to be that little bit of discrepancy for the first little bit. But I highly think that NXT is going to win out. Now, with that being said, this week's episode of NXT, I did finally get to finish watching it. And it had a better show than AEW. And I want to say that I've said it before and it's been well known and it, a lot of people said it, the women's division in NXT is so much stronger than the women's division in AEW. And one thing I really don't like about the AEW show is all their matches are at least 15 minutes long, maybe 20 minutes long. And it's almost like there's no breathing room. Like you have a great match that usually goes 20 minutes, okay? Usually it's two top guys. Not every single match has to be that long. You could throw squash matches in there. You can throw short, quick, high-intense matches in there to kind of break up the flow, break up the monotony. The Lucha Brothers match versus uh, Private Party last uh, on Wednesday night was missed. There were so many mistimed spots in there. And it did look like uh, they were helping each other through spots. And it was almost unwatchable uh, on AEW. And that was the opening match. Uh, and it didn't have to go so long. There were a lot of false finishes in there that could have been the, the, the end game, the end of the match. So that's, that's one thing. As far as NXT goes, they started off hot with Bianca Belair and uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is going to be a huge star. I've said it before. I think I said that she's my favorite female superstar right now. And I highly think very highly of her. She's going to end up being the one to finally beat Shayna Baszler to win the NXT Women's Champion Championship. She's already won the NXT UK Women's Championship. So now it's the next evolution of that. And I, 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 I honestly think that she's going to be the next NXT Women's Champion. But the NXT Women's Division actually has four top contention, top females in contention. They have 
besides Shayna Baszler being the champion, they have Rhea Ripley, they've got Bianca Belair, they've got Candice LeRae, and they've got Io Shirai, all four of them vying for that number one contender spot for uh, Baszler's title. And I, I, I really enjoy where the story's going because they're all being involved in, the different ma- in everybody's different matches. Whereas in AEW, they have a 98-pound women's champion. Okay, not, you know, if it's, if it's believable to the point where she could win the match, fine. But they've got a 98-pound champion. Okay, their other top star, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Did you know she's a dentist? I mean, they put they, they push that fact for all the time. It's almost like I want to see Dr. Isaac Yankum beat Dr. Britt Baker. Anyways, with that being said, uh, they're, they're not showing... And that's the problem with not having squash matches. Like, they had the... AEW women's match, Britt Baker against uh, uh, Jessica Hader. And you know what? They had, uh, it was again, it was like a 20-minute match. So it begs the question, if if Britt Baker has to take 20 minutes to beat this other girl who is a nobody, a no-name, a jobber, how long is it going to take her to beat a 98-pound Riho, who is the world champion right now? And then in the backstage segment, they had Brandy Rhodes, who completely against her character, attacked Britt Baker for some reason, or attacked Jessica Hader for no reason. You know, it's, it's like she was uh, she was demonized. She was, uh, uh, you know, just de- demonic looking in that segment. So I just feel like the the women's division needs to spotlight some talent. You want to put Nyla Rose, Nyla, uh, Nyla Rose over? Put her in some squash matches. The match with Riho should have been a squash match for Nyla Rose. Uh, you know, Awesome Kong, same thing. Put her in a squash match. Britt Baker, put her in a squash match. Get some of these women over. They're not getting people over because they're not showing any high, te- high uh, performances. You know they're they're putting on great matches. They they're putting on long matches, and longer does not always mean better, because it makes for boring matches for TV. The people turn off, especially when you're in the middle of a quote unquote ratings war with with another show that's putting on a good ebb and flow of matches. You know you see squash matches on NXT. You see matches that don't go over five minutes or don't go over. Eight minutes on NXT, and the main event for uh, NXT with uh, Keith Lee against Dominic Dijakovic versus Roddy Strong for the uh, North American Championship was fantastic. It had its high spots, and even still, the production of the matches were great. Where they had that that Tower of Doom where uh, the you know the suplex off the top rope and Roddy Strong was doing the power bomb or was it uh, Keith Lee was doing the power bomb from from the bottom and you know that spot in AEW would have been a close up in NXT it was wide shot so you could see the full after, aftermath of it where uh, Keith Lee almost put himself outside uh, outside of the ring so. It's almost like you need to uh, have a better production, you know, your, and I'm not taking anything away from 
uh, AEW's production team because Keith Mitchell was in WCW, TNA. I think he was in Ring of Honor as well. So he's been there before. Uh, but WWE's production value is so much better. So much better. Uh, you know, and then you have the cliffhanger at the end of Finn Balor turning on Johnny Gargano. Now, did he join the Undisputed Era? Or did he just turn heel? What's the big deal? Are they going to reform semi, you know, the, the semi-bullet club considering everybody in Undisputed Era with the exception of uh, Roderick Strong was part of the Bullet Club uh, in Ring of Honor in New Japan. I don't know. You know, I mean, you've already got AJ Styles and the and Gallows and Anderson up on the Raw roster as the OC, the original club, the only club that matters. Uh, so, where where are they going with it? Or you know, we don't know. It is a cliffhanger. So. Quite honestly, NXT has the better show right now, in my opinion. They had the better show on Monday. The best part, I have to say, of AEW was, number one, they had that the, the concession stand brawl with Cody and his team with the inner circle. That, that was great. It was great TV, you know, and then MJF the next day tweeting out his scarf with a band-aid on it where Cody broke the window. Uh, that was classic. That's classic. I like MJF as uh, a great heel. I really do. Uh, but the best part of AEW was when... Now, I'm not a Young Bucks fan. I really never have been. And a lot of their stuff is too cartoony video game-ish for me. Okay? Uh, the best part was when they super kicked the glasses right off of Orange Cassidy. You know, the guy's a goof. His gimmick is ridiculous. You know, him coming in with his hands in his pockets and giving those light as hell shin kicks to the, you know, to the Young Bucks. It's like, and then people sell it like, oh, they're the most devastated moves in wrestling. Seriously. He doesn't even belong in a ring. But, you know, of course, I'm in the minority about that. But anyways, like I said, NXT won the war this past Monday, uh, past Wednesday. And you know what? One other thing I want to talk about is the how AEW claims they're not in a war and they're not trying to compete with the WWE. Okay, welcome back to the Sports Wire again. My name is Vinny Apicella. The second thing I want to talk about is AEW claims they did not come, they're not coming on the scene. They're not here to compete with WWE. Okay? Because the simple fact is they can't. I mean, I know Tony Khan has more money than Vince McMahon. But the fact is, number one, they don't have the infrastructure. WWE has been doing it for over 50 years. You think, it, uh, you know, AEW has been around for less than a year. I mean, a year if you count all in, but the actual technical uh, company of All Elite Wrestling has only been around for you know, eight or nine months at this point. Uh, Ten months, actually. But the fact is, is every episode of AEW Dynamite and even the pay-per-views they've had um, or the special events they've had, they're always taking pot shots at the WWE. Now, they need to stop that because that's what eventually led to WCW's downfall because they uh, acknowledged the competition too much and tried to 
downplay it. You know, when Eric Bischoff gave away the uh, results of a tape raw on Nitro. It's like, that was just ridiculous. Anyways, um, at, at double or nothing, you know, Cody Rhodes comes out, or Cody, excuse me, comes out and, and takes a sledgehammer and crushes the throne that signified, you know, like Triple H, you know. Okay, so you got your one pot shot in, which was a, which was a receipt for Triple H at the Hall of Fame ceremony saying that, you know, AEW is a pissant company or whatever. Okay, I understand that. All right, that's fine. You know, but then you had Sami Zayn, I think the next night, the Monday night on Raw, say, you know, mention AEW about, you know, the fans chanting AEW or whatever the case is. Okay, fine, whatever, they mentioned it. But but that was, that's been it, other than Seth Rollins on Twitter and people on Twitter. But that's not, you know, that's outside of the realm of, excuse me, outside of the realm of the wrestling war. So you have a guy, you know, you have guys that, you know, are continuously, take, continuously taking shots at WWE, whether it's, uh, you know, Jericho, when uh, Jake Hager was out and people were chanting, we the people, you know, and Jericho's like, oh, uh, you know, that's a, a horrible gimmick from horrible writing that we the people is dead. Well, what the hell, you know, why do you have to say those horrible gimmick? Because you're just putting it in people's heads that, you know, you're trying to compete with the WWE. Now, people are going to look at it and be like, oh, well, they're taking pot shots at WWE for absolutely everything. Well, you guys got to kind of focus on your own shows. Like, now, the one one where I really enjoyed the, the, the pot shot, I guess, was Jericho on this past Wednesday's episode of Dynamite when MJF came out. And Jericho's like, who would be afraid of somebody wearing a scarf? That was kind of a pot shot to himself when he was in WWE because uh, he was wearing a scarf at one point and he was a heel. So, you know, that was kind of, that was acceptable and that was quite tongue-in-cheek and funny. So I, I enjoyed that one. But, you know, even CM Punk in a recent interview, and while, you know, while I'm recording, I might as well go in there if I could find it. But CM Punk did say, uh, where is it? I'm trying to find out where, maybe I'll have to search it. But CM Punk did come out and say that, let me see if I can find it. There we go. It was published by WrestleTalk.com. CM Punk says, AEW should focus on itself and stop talking about the WWE. CM Punk has advised AEW to stop focusing on WWE and focus on its own product if it wants to keep its momentum going. This past week on on AEW Dynamite, Cody made a very obvious reference to the company we used to work for in this promo, something Punk thinks needs to stop. Uh, Speaking to Screen Rant, he said, Yeah, I think AEW needs to focus on themselves and stop talking about WWE. Cody and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, John Moxley, all these guys, those guys have something great going on. I just think it lessens and cheapens what they are doing when they constantly attack WWE. 
There hasn't been an alternative to WWE in so very long, and I think they do a disservice to themselves when they're trying to be the alternative but constantly bring up WWE. But I understand when people ask you the questions during the interviews, you have to answer them. But that's just part of life. You have to learn how to navigate that. I would like them to just try to focus on their product and building it up and making it better. I think that would benefit all the fans. So with that being said, you know, that's that's the whole gist of it. And that's exactly what they should be doing. They should be focusing on their own product and not bringing up WWE at all. Uh, you know, it worked for Nitro for WCW because WCW had already been established. Uh, at least, you know, as a Southern company, you know, really didn't get much penetration in the North, but they were already established. And, and Eric Bischoff being the crude businessman, you know, that he was, you know, and the, the crude executive, he did it, but a lot of it backfired on him. Like when, now granted the whole fake diesel and fake razor gimmick was ridiculous for WWE and that was a loss WWE took because they did acknowledge that Hall and Nash had gone to WCW. But when, you know, Tony Schiavone said about Mick Foley, oh, that's going to put some butts in the seats when Foley won the title, uh, that backfired. <laughs> and more people, you know, WWE ended up winning the ratings war. The, for that week, winning the ratings battle uh, because of that. And I think what they need to do is just, they need to work on their own stuff. They have so many problems right now. If you're going to, if you're going to focus or, you know, put a spotlight on a guy like Joey Janela and a guy like Kenny Omega, where neither one of them are world-class wrestlers, uh, at least in my opinion, I know a lot of people really love both of those guys. But in terms of the grand scheme of things, you know, when when Seth Rollins made a comment about Joey Gen about uh, Kenny Omega being in the minor leagues, he wasn't joking. I mean, you know, Omega was was with the WWE, you know, developmental for a little while, and ultimately chose to go to New Japan and Ring of Honor and and go to these indie or you know these more indie promotions. Not saying the New Japan is indie, but and even Ring of Honor really isn't indie, but it's got an indie feel to it. But he's not at the WWE level. And as of right now, AEW is still a big second best and a huge gap to what the WWE is. There, you know, there's no touching Raw or SmackDown. Uh, Dynamite cannot even make it to Raw or SmackDown at this point. Which is why I'm glad they chose a different night. Even though... NXT will quickly be beating them anyways. But that's about it. I, I, wanted, I just kind of wanted to put that out there. I think AEW needs to stop acknowledging WWE and just start focusing on its own product. You know, focus on, you know, making the matches quicker, faster paced in terms of keeping the ebb and flow. You could still have, you know, 20 or whatever minute matches, which is great. As long as you're putting some quick matches or, or squash matches in the middle. Not everybody has to get their stuff over. You know, get more promos out there. Especially with your top guys. You know, like a Hangman Page. He wasn't even on the episode this past Wednesday. You know, and maybe there were scheduling conflict or whatever. But do a pre-tape. At least have, him, have his presence there if he's going to be one of your top guys going forward. 
you know. So with that said, I want to thank you all for listening to the Sports Wire. Again, my name is Vinny Apicella. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at the Apicella SWE. Follow the Sports Wire on Twitter and Instagram, which is at Sports Wire Audio. Uh, go, you can email me, sportswireaudio at gmail.com, and visit www.sportswireaudio.com. Remember to check out our sponsor, Anchor.fm. They are our new platform, my new platform for releasing this to you every single day. And you can download Sportswire and listen to it anywhere you find your favorite podcasts Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. Uh, I'm working on getting the uh, RSS feed updated for iHeartRadio. Uh, you could get it at CastBox, at, uh, oh, there's a lot of them, Overcast now. Uh, there's like 10 or 12 platforms that SportsWire's on. So thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading it. Give us a five-star review. Give us a rating and a review. And uh, we'll see you next time tomorrow on the Sports Wire.